from the Melbourne Victory, the on fire goal scorer extraordinaire, all action winger, Leah Privatelli joins us now. Leah, thanks so much for joining us. Hey guys, thanks for having me. And that's an absolute pleasure. Tell us, I mean, this victory squad has come together at the absolute perfect time. You've hit a purple patch of form. Just how have you how have you turned this season around so quickly? It's it's been a really tough season to be honest with you guys. Like we were playing, you know, every every three days and we we were struggling um towards the end of that and then I think a little bit of rest has actually helped us and we've been able to I guess put all that form together and, and I guess match fitness as well. Um and have have, you know, started the final series really, really strong. Now, this team, incredible as always, but You've had some, you know, different players come in and what's it been like to adjust and really find that type of, the type of playing style that really fits for this team and that's going to, like, that's made you guys so successful throughout this, you know, this latter part of the season? Yeah, well, look, our squad is, we've got great depth and, you know, started in, in the first round of the season where we had that horrible injury to, to our captain, Kayla Morrison. And from then, I guess everybody had to, you know, play their role and play their part in whatever was needed by Jeff, be it, you know, in a different position or, or, or whatnot. And we've, we're so tight as a unit that we would do anything for this team and for this club that we just rolled our sleeves up and said, well, whatever Jeff needs, um, we'll get done. Speaking of which, you had a few games at fullback this season. You've played in a few different roles, uh, but back in your in your natural spot on the on the right wing is that the is that the position you prefer? Yeah, um, I don't think I've ever been a defender in my life, um, so it was something that I had to um, really work on. But I'm definitely feeling much more comfortable down in the forward forward line. You've scored a few goals throughout the season. Do you have a standout goal that's just kind of being like that was the best thing I've done. Oh, it's no, it's a tough one. Mm-hmm. To be fair, a lot of my goals have been either tap-ins or, or, or very close to to the goal. Uh, but the one on the weekend, I guess, had to had to top it off. You know, it's a preliminary final to get us into into you know the big dance on the weekend. Um, to, to score the third one, which was I'd like to call the sealer, <laughs> um, where it was yeah probably the, the highlight this year. Well, I hope you uh, you thanked Alex Chidiak after that goal because she had to hustle for for that one, just shock off a couple <laughs> of defenders to get the ball into the box. Chid's hustled the entire game and has hustled all year. She's just an absolute workhorse and 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 doesn't stop. Um, and and she knows how much not only myself, but the, the rest of the girls appreciate it and, and value everything she does for us. That celebration really stood out. Uh, you sort of led a, a conga line of players all the way from the goal to the to the bench to celebrate with the, the coaching staff and the subs there. I mean, that, that's got to sum up, you know, the, the unity of this of this group. Yeah, absolutely. Like, we're, we're best mates. Like, a, a core group of us have actually been training together since, like, July, August, when, when Melbourne was in lockdown. So we've been together for a really, really long time and, and knowing that we could extend our season for one more week, just it means a lot to me and I'm sure it means a lot to, to, to everyone else in the squad because we just want to keep hanging out with each other, to be honest. <laughs> See, that's, that's, a, that's a good thing because, honestly, if you didn't get along, then I don't think your team would come as far and I think team unity definitely goes a long way. 
Looking ahead to the grand final, you know, on the weekend, what's your mindset for that game? And what do you think you guys, is there any tactical like matchups that you're really got like you're looking out for? To be honest, like I'm, 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 I'm nervous. I think anyone walking to a grand final would be nervous. Sydney are a, a really, really good team and they're a top team and they've been the standard all year. So in terms of tactics, every single one of our players, be it starting 11 or, or on the bench, you're just going to have to give the best games of, of their lives because it's going to be tough. And, and I don't think we can just, you know, walk out of the field and think it's going to be easy because it's, it's, it's not. So we're just all going to have to give our best game and, 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 you know, hope for the best. Later on the show, we are going to show an interview we had with Ali Green, who's going to be if you are starting on the game of the weekend, should be your direct opponent. Is there? Are you gonna, you know, try to do some like fancy tricks to try beat her out so we can get another good goal? <laughs> um, I actually listened to the commentary of the game the other night, and I think one of the commentators said I'm, I'm not a flashy player, um, and they're absolutely right. So <laughs> I think I'm just gonna stick to stick to my strengths, uh, which is not doing the the flashy sort of tricks, and, and just hopefully either set someone up or, or score a goal myself. Leah, I want to dig into some of your, your career history and, and so forth because it hasn't all been plain sailing. I know you had a lot of injuries when you were younger, some surgeries as well. Yeah, I've, I've had my fair share of surgeries. I've had actually four hip surgeries um, oh. in in my time. I think two when I was 17, 18 and the most recent in, in lockdown um, prior to last season. I had another two then. Um, but mixed in with that, you know, I've had a couple of concussions and whatnot. Um, yeah, so I've been riddled with injuries, but I think the the extended pre-season this year like really helped me and, and my body um, get through. Is that obviously the extended pre-season, but for a lot of um, female footballers, they've got to you know, do two things at once. And I, if I'm not mistaken, you are a PE teacher as well? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a high school teacher, so I teach... Uh, seven to nine, health and PE, and I've got a VCE class as well. Now, are they hyping you up for this grand final? Have they? Is there? You know, are they putting the the, the big screen on? Like, is everybody coming in to you know watch? You know, Miss Privatelli, you know, score a wonder goal. Uh, to be fair, I think some of my Year Twelves asked if they could, if I could buy them tickets to come to <laughs> Sydney, um, and I just had to remind them that I don't earn that much. Um, but yeah, look. Some of my students actually don't know I play, but but some of the kids I've had for a little while who are now in the senior school, um, they, they get rounded and, and, you know, every Monday they go, oh, miss, I saw your game on the weekend. So, yeah, look, I think a, a fair, you know, chunk of the, the kids are getting rounded, which is really nice. It's so funny that, the you know, the A-League women's players live this kind of double life sometimes. Like you said some of your students don't even know and you're a PE teacher. I mean, we heard earlier today, I, I saw on, on Twitter that Melina Ayres, you know, some of her, her co-workers thought she was a netballer. So, I mean, it's amazing that, you know, you're, you're heroes on the weekend, but it is it is kind of back to reality every every week on the job, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And like, I'm not at the stage where I want to give up either of either job because I love playing football and I love teaching. So um, I'm really lucky that um, I get to to balance both. I guess my social life takes a, a pretty big hit, but um, you know, and, and the club and, and Jeff have been amazing, allowing me to, to 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 do both. Surely, you know, if you know you guys win on the weekend, you next PE next class, you know, you just you know, guys, you know what? We're watching a tactical class of football. We're learning football this week. Tactical class, 
watch my team do a masterclass. Is that is that what happens if you know you win the grand final? If if we win the grand final, I won't be going to work on Monday. That's, for sure. <laughs> that's the right answer. <laughs> so, I mean, tell us about. Uh, the, your teammates that you've played with this season. Uh, is there anyone who you have a particularly strong connection with off the pitch? Ah, oh, that's actually a, a really good question. Like, like I said before, like we're we're a really tight knit group. Um, so I, I wouldn't single out mm. um, anyone really. I guess Kayla Morrison has been a big one for me. Like I said before, she she got injured um, in round one. She, she she was our rock, our captain, and then I had to kind of. Um, fill her shoes, which are pretty big shoes to fill, but but she's been awesome for me, a really good sounding board as well. And then, you know, we've got some of the players that I've, I've played for years with and then and then players I've never played before, like Chids, who um, who I, I would consider myself like quite good friends with now. So it, it's good that we've got such a good group that we all like hanging out with, out with each other. We like hanging out with each other, you know, before training, after training, any spare minute, like they really become family. So, you know, singling out people can't can't really do. Mm. It's it's yeah, a really really awesome environment to be around. You mentioned Kayla. Uh, I've seen all season the, the nice touch of having her jersey, you know, hanging on the back of the bench there. Um, you know, she's part of the journey still too, even if she, even if she can't take the field. Oh, absolutely. Kayla's at every single training session. Uh, she's. She's very much still part of the squad, um, even though she's she's not walking out with us uh, on game day. She's yeah, she's been instrumental, and I can't wait to have her back on the field. Obviously, you know the back end of the season has been you know a really really tough. And how did you as a group you know kind of overcome that really like constant you mm. know constantly playing games and you know losing games here and there and but you know trying to maintain that top four kind of spot. It was, it's actually, it was actually a bit of a blur, to, to be honest. It it just went so quickly. I think it was a twenty three days, seven games. So it was play one game, look on to the next, and and just try and keep our spirits high. And and one thing Jeff has always said about us is, you know, even if we didn't have you know the best game or the best result, the next training session would all be there, having a good time, laughing, and then focusing on on the next thing. So I think. The word unity speaks speaks big for us, not just, you know, off the field, but being able to get through really tough passages like like a big chunk of games. How tough has it been on the body as well, that, you know, incredible backlog <laughs> of fixtures that you had? I mean, it, it was just ridiculous. You were playing a game every two or three days for a while there to make up for all those lost fixtures. Yeah, look up. I'm not as young as some of the other players in our team, although I might look young. Um, I'm almost 28, so my body's feeling a little bit tired, uh, a little bit sore, but it, it's been tough. But like I said, we, we prioritise our recovery. Um, our, our medical team are fantastic. They work overtime. Um, they give us all the you know recovery options for us to use, so... Yeah, I can't fault them, but they've been awesome this year and and really help you know some of the older older players um, keep up with the younger ones. Well, I think you're doing all right. I mean, I'm surprised you can walk after four hip surgeries. That's unbelievable. So <laughs> to see you in this kind of surgeon. fitness, yeah, Honestly, yeah, I bet four hip surgeries. I'd be like, guys, I'm just from now on, I'm in a bed. Don't even, I'm not even trying to get up. I'm not even risking it. 
Um, I think that's what my mum said. <laughs> uh, Leah, as you said, you you know you are like you're almost twenty eight, and the uh, the dubs you know age is quite young. And how do you you know like how do you go about mentoring or even like just even this season you know being in a different kind of leadership role? How do you go about you know guiding the younger players in the team and even in the the league? I guess I think maybe it comes a little bit naturally to me because I am a teacher and I'm I'm dealing with. Um, younger kids all the time um, having said that our, our young ones like you know the likes of Paige Zoyce, Maya Markovsky, Polly Doran um, they're actually quite and they're going to laugh at me by saying this but they're actually quite mature f- for their age in terms of their, their football brain um, but they just get on with it and they've handled everything that's been thrown to them um, really well this season and absolute credit to them. It must be so weird to, you know, go from teaching these kids and then to the week weekend you got players of a similar age as teammates. Yeah, I, actually, Paige, um, Paige Zoyce, who's eighteen now, she was actually a mascot for me one time when I was walking out on the field, and we've got this awesome photo where I think I've seen this photo actually. Was she's this on tiny. Twitter? Yeah. Yes, I think I've yeah, seen I think this so. photo. Yeah. Yeah. Very cute photo. Have you done a recreation? No, nah, not yet. Surely, if you <laughs> win, a, if you that's win, a good idea. If you win the, if you win on the weekend, surely you know redo the photo, but this time with the the trophy in the with in there as well. Yeah, that would be awesome. I think Paige would be down for that. Hundred <laughs> percent. Well, in last season's grand final, you won in the most dramatic circumstances possible. The uh, Kyra Cooney cross Olympico in the last minute. Uh, you know, it was such a tense match. What are you expecting from from this game and and from Sydney FC? Uh, I, I have no doubt that it's going to be you know, a really competitive game. Um, hopefully si- similar to, to last last um, last year, but if we can hopefully get it done in 90 minutes instead of 120. <laughs> that would be nice for the, to calm the nerves at least. Absolutely. I'd be sitting on the couch just stressing. You know, I, I, I'm not going to put any predictions out because I'm too nervous and I don't want to jinx anybody. So I'm just going to be sitting in the chair just like trying to figure out what the hell's going on in the game. We have some family there, Leah. Yeah, I actually have quite a few people who, who are going to fly down, which would be nice. Um, my mum, my dad, my brother, my sister, uh, my boyfriend's going to come as well. And then a couple of people from work, actually. Um, which will be fun. Surely, you know, you've got to have the school band. I've got to represent the school and be like, guys, you can get be t- taught by an A-League women's champion. Surely that should be the next <laughs> billboard for the school you're teaching oh, at. Let's, let's just focus on the game and <laughs> um, we'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Sydney FC have a pretty impressive record, especially in, in New South Wales. They've got rock-solid <laughs> backline. I mean, it's it's a daunting task to try and try and break this team down. But you you had a, a pretty spirited comeback against them when you when you played them at, at George Cross. Yeah, like like I've said, Sydney Sydney have been the benchmark all year, and um, they're they're so competitive. They're they're tactically good. They're technically good. Um, and I guess it was just we knew that we needed to get some sort of result that game, and kind of came out of nowhere. We got a little bit of momentum in that second half after we scored the first goal and then uh, classic Zim leaves us hanging for, you know, the 90th minute winner. Um, yeah, it'll it'll be really, really tough, but I'm excited for it. Is there one thing that you guys have really, you know, trying to focus on heading into that, that the grand final on the weekend? To be honest, we're still in that recovery stage. Like we had yesterday off and, 
Um, today was more of a recovery mm. session, just getting the game out of our legs. Uh, so I guess the next next lot of training sessions will be really focusing on Sydney and, and how we can nullify and, and, and really, I guess, use our strengths against theirs. You must draw some confidence from how many chances you were able to generate against Melbourne City on the weekend. I mean, you could have been four or five away at halftime, you know, barring some uh, some errant finishing. So, you know, is that is that something that you're looking to do again? Come out of the blocks really early and put the pressure on. Yeah, absolutely. Like if if we reflect, you know, from the first half of the season, we p- weren't creating nearly as many chances as we have in the last couple of games. Um, so. Hopefully we have our scoring boots on and um, we can finish more um, of the ones we create because, like you said, we could have been 4 or 5 nil up. Um, yeah. All right. Last one from me, Leah, before we let you go. When you go into a big game, do you think about a goal celebration if you score? Because we had Maya Markovsky on a couple of weeks ago. She's always got something in the bag. <laughs> she wouldn't say what it was on air. She said she wanted to uh, surprise us. But uh, do, you, yeah, we... do you think about that or do you just go with your instinct? Nah, we don't. Oh, I definitely don't plan on. We, we've got a team one that we're we're conjuring, um, but I don't know if I don't know if we will be able to pull it off. To be honest, but if I score, I just I usually just run and <laughs> I, I lose all all aspect of what's going on and just dump and celebrate. I think that's the appropriate, you know like celebration just the I love the running one where everybody's just confused and everyone's in shock that they've scored I always I always love that's one of my favorites that that's me I don't score often so I just I shock myself and then I just run away (laughs) (laughs) well Leah we might see you running away in celebration this weekend the best of luck for it uh you got plenty of support in the stands uh, I'm sure uh, the Victory Away fans will be out in forces as, as well as your families and so forth best of luck at Cogra we can't wait for what's going to be a thrilling match Thank you so much for having me, guys.